All right, everybody, we are back with Afters Beer and Miscellany, and uh, we're your hosts here. It's Jeff Bauer and... and it's Alex Maneri. Yeah, Alex, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Not too so bad, not still, too bad. We're still, we're still stuck in our houses. And we are. We're, we're trying a different avenue of recording this thing. That's right. Uh, so we're, do, we're trying this on Zoom, which is funny because all of the headlines today are saying, Zoom, you're definitely going to be like, someone else is going to pop into this, I guess. I don't know. That's right. I mean, I, I mean, all I can say is that if people are listening to this, like that better count against the podcast numbers. We better get those yeah, listens. If, if we're being hacked, <laughs> hey, hackers, if you're here, just download it when it's done. We want, we want yeah. the listens to count. Yeah. yeah, we need the hits on there for sure. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, and be, before we get started here, Jeff, I want to fact check myself from last episode. Last episode, oh, yeah. last episode, I said um, um, something about my mom and dad listening to this, and my yeah. mom has confirmed that my dad's never listened. So I just wanted to make sure that I got that out of the way. I don't want to come off as a liar. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Phil. Oh, wait, yeah. Phil, you didn't hear this anyways. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thanks. But thanks, Darlene. Yeah. Thanks, Darlene. Yeah. Darlene listens a couple times for the household. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, that's that's funny. I had a similar thing. We hosted uh, trivia last week, and my mom was sharing it like crazy online. And yeah. Oh, I find I was talking to her after the fact, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, like you've never been to a trivia night. You, how how'd you like it?" She's like, "Oh, well, I didn't really know, and we hadn't registered, so we didn't watch them." Like, oh. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for the boost there, mom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all about the support, though. That's good. That's great. But they talk about this Zoom bombing thing. Yeah. Where, like, people can, like, break into your Zoom meeting or whatever. Yeah. And it's funny. Like, a month ago or whenever, when all of this started, yeah. I downloaded the Zoom app. Yeah. And I was just farting around with it. I think I was out for a drive with my baby. Right. And, uh, my baby. It sounds like I was out necking in the woods or something. <laughs> yeah. No, you just have a baby that needs to sleep. That's all. Infant that needs a little ride. So, we went for a ride and uh, I had the app and I pulled over and I was playing with it. And yeah. I, I just like, I was just, just got the app. So I uh, pressed the button or something and yeah. I was in a random meeting. Really? I didn't even, I didn't even do it intentionally. Wow. There was people, people were having a meeting and when you join a meeting, you're automatically muted. Yeah. So, and this was before they had that access thing to join the meeting, but they were talking about, um, it was a couple of bar owners. I only listened for a few minutes and then yeah. like not a few minutes, not a few minutes. I listened <laughs> for like half an hour max. I don't know. <laughs> it was like maybe 30 seconds, but I got the impression that they were like restaurant or bar owners. Right. They were talking about how the things were being affected. Crazy. I was like, this is weird. I got out of it. Wow. Yeah. It's uh Interesting. Yeah, it was strange. So it's it's something that can happen, I think. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I although to join this meeting, I had to put in your password. So I don't like without the link, I don't think people can get in. Well, apparently you can kind of spoof the spoof the link and the yeah. meeting IDs. Especially they just upped the security on right. this yeah. in the last few days. So I think uh, the password for this was like uh, it was a lot of digits. So yeah. I'd be lucky to get in here. Uh, we're locked down like mm -hmm. we said if you're gonna be watching this just watch it on like that's listen right. to it on the normal app you know? that's right we want the counts that's right we got to get that up um so we are going to uh start tonight i grabbed a few lcbo uh beers here to see what we get to and we had um this one caught my eye mostly yeah. by mistake i thought i thought it was going to be like a farmhouse sale just because it's called right guy yeah so i thought oh that that'll be interesting yeah um but it's actually a dry hopped pilsner yeah it's interesting now, are, are many pilsners dry hopped uh, it's not super common but it's not entirely uncommon now it's kind of a more you know modern thing is to dry hop everything so it's becoming yeah, more popular yeah i like but, i like to I, I like a dry hop pilsner it's not something that i've made very often but a traditional pilsner would obviously not be uh, yeah correct yeah dry hopped yeah i don't know this brewery either true history brewing yeah. true history brewing it's got like uh 
you know, it's got a bit of a funny story about uh, like a farmhouse and uh, maybe a celestial apparition or something and kind of a pyramid with a UFO above it on the can. Yeah. True history. So it's out of Toronto. Um, yeah. It's it's definitely got that dry hopped um, aromatic. Yeah, I get that grassy thing. Yeah. It's uh, heavily carbonated. I, yeah. I can say pretty confidently in that. Nice fluffy head. Yeah. Yeah, so on the on the sip, it's definitely got that grassy Pilsner type taste. Yeah. Uh, but it's got the aromatic, you do get a little bit of a uh, little bit of the citrus uh, in the in the nose, but you don't really get any of that on on the sip because it, with it being just dry hopped. Yeah. Yeah, it's not traditional. Yeah. I like it actually. I, my, I the first smell I had, I I wasn't convinced, mm-hmm. but uh, my first sip, I was yeah, I, I do like it. Yeah, it tastes more like a, it tastes more like traditional pilsner than than you expect from the from the smell of it. Yeah, yeah. And that smell settled down quite a bit after it's been out of the can. I agree. Yeah, it's just kind of that uh, that first little. Uh, little aroma was like a little too grassy for me but then as i as i as it as it off gasses a little bit here i don't get that super grassy it's uh, good though it's a night it's a yeah. clear super clean yeah uh looks like it's a contract brewery they're a contract brewery of toronto i mean this looks like it's dry hop of citra uh oh are you looking at it on yeah online i'm okay. seeing it here uh I don't think it says on the can that it's Citra, but online somewhere it says that it is. So interesting. It's nice. It's clean. This is easy to drink. I would drink this again. Yeah, for sure. That's not a bad, not a bad pills at all. So when you say it's a contract brewery, what does that mean? So that just means that uh, to our, our listeners. Yeah. So that just means that they don't have their own facility. Um, some, it'll be their beer and their recipe and everything, but, but, uh, another brewery will actually brew it and package it for them. Right. So, right. so somebody that, that uh, maybe they're a brewer um, and doesn't, and they don't want to go through um, the full uh, startup cost of opening up a, a brewery or in the city, something like that. It's yeah. a, it's kind of a way to get your feet wet and see if you're, you're yeah. into it or, or if it makes sense to you kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, uh... Regardless of where it's made, the whoever came up with the the recipe here, they knew what they were doing. It's I a, think so. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. Aside from that initial, yeah, it's it's going down real smooth. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, it's good. And oh, last last episode, I think it was. Yeah, I was I was commenting on um, the carbonation of yeah. the mango. Of the yep. mango squad and you corrected me and the next time i had one yeah. i looked at it and i said okay yeah this isn't carbonated and i thought more about it yeah and uh, and and tasted it more and i i totally agree that it was more the acidic uh stuff that was coming out of the, right uh, out of the mango that and, was giving you that heavy uh yeah, carbonation that, impression that but i could say confidently that this is fairly carbonated yeah oh yeah yeah very which is nice Nice fluffy head on it, super effervescent. Yeah, no, that's a that's a easy drinker right there. Yeah, it is. It is, isn't it? It certainly is. Now, um, we have both uh, watched Tiger King now. Oh uh, yes, last we have. Time, last, last time we uh, last time we met in this venue, we uh, I had not seen the entirety of the, right. of the show, and it is. Yeah, you were right. It was a it was a hot mess. Yeah, and it was you know it was watchworthy. Yeah, it was like it was pretty strange. But apparently, the sheriff has now reopened the case or something. Okay, of Don Lewis missing. Oh wow! Yeah, so they're investigating it. That'd be that'd be uh, an interesting follow up, I think. Yeah, and I don't. Uh, I I did not read 
entire articles on this. I would not invest too much more of my time on it no. right now. Agreed. But I did. I did a you know headline and first uh, yeah paragraph summary paragraph type thing. And apparently Carol Baskin is not a suspect at this point. Okay. But it did appear that the um, it had been more than one person. More had, than more than one person that had caused him to go missing. There was. Oh, um, maybe I should just read the article right maybe. now. I'm just right now. Maybe. I'm just te- I'm teaser trailing just as hard as anything. There's a yeah. So there's a you read a headline on TMZ, and that's what you're reporting back on, right? I don't even know what the headline was on. To be honest with you, it was probably the Onion. Some, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was Beaver Tanner, the Onion. Beaver Tanner, yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of those things. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's funny. Like, uh, did that happen? I didn't. I never watched uh, Making a Murderer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did that happen in that case where they actually reopened the case after or something? Uh, it did get reopened. There was two seasons of that, I think. And a lot of the story there was about how the cops bumbled that whole situation. Um. He's still in jail. Actually, he got out of jail and then went back to jail for something else in that story. And he Sounds like a real winner. Yeah. Yeah, they were <laughs> special. They were special. That was in... Uh, I never... I think it was in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, I think. And yeah. it's just a funny... It's a funny name. And so every time I hear that now, which I hear every once in a while, I'm like, oh, that's funny. Stephen Avery. Yeah. And his, his nephew... <laughs> his nephew in that... There was another one that was uh, Don't Fuck With The Cats or something. Yeah, Don't Fuck With Cats, yeah. yeah. And again, I didn't watch it, but I heard a CBC thing about it. Yeah. And uh, that, was, that was a case that got kind of broke by the people that were making the documentary or something. Yeah, that was a crazy story too. That was the Canadian story about the guy. Yes. Cutting that guy up and sending him to people and stuff. Yeah, yeah that's right. It was that's fucked. right. I, Which I, I remembered. Know. I remembered that being in the news, but I yeah, because that crazy, was a while ago. Yeah, crazy story. I don't know that I would recommend watching the like. I, it was an interesting story, but it's like pretty dark. Maybe even too dark. I don't know. Yeah, and that's kind of the impression I got from the CBC thing about it was yeah. like, and like the people that were in the documentary were a little bit like weird. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why are you, why are you doing this sort of thing? They kept talking about Etobicoke and they kept calling it a Etobicoke, yeah. which was hilarious. Yeah, I used to when I lived in Etobicoke, I I would call it Etobicoke, you know. Yeah. As, as, as a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you never heard it said out loud before, <laughs> it's like um, what was what's the street down there, Strawn, or whatever. Uh, there's there's a there's a street down in toronto it's called strawn but it's spelled like straghan or something oh, okay so yeah 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 in queen's funny. key there's all those little funny local things yeah yeah luck now true <laughs> true yeah luck now yeah yeah no this is good this beer is good i uh yeah solid I would dip into it again. Mm-hmm. I give the farmer guy a solid yes. Yeah, yeah. If this, if it's got a bit of a, a bit of a, uh, a, a wordy thing going on, like a, an unfermented thing going on. And I don't really know what's causing that. Um, just kind of at the end, I get it, like a hair of sweetness kind of thing. I don't know, um, but I still like it. What did you call that? Like a what? What'd you word, say? So wordy, like wort is unfermented beer. So it's kind of got that like a okay. little bit of an unfermented beer thing going on. Okay, gotcha. Which you don't um, like a little bit of extra, extra sweetness. You you taste that? Not know. even extra sweetness, but there's like uh, the taste of a beer before it's fermented is uh, pretty distinct. I find, okay. uh, and it's kind of got that like distinct unfermented thing. Which I don't really, you don't usually see in a finished beer. So it might just be a bit of sweetness that I'm picking up as, as wordy. So here's a funny thing and topical because we were just talk, talking about it. Yeah. How 
if someone's never heard a word said out loud. Yeah. So when you said "wort," yeah, I've only, I don't know if I've ever heard that word. Yeah. Spoke, and I've right. always thought it was "wort." Yeah. Uh, which is a lot of people like, call it "wort." Yeah. I think it's "wort," but you know, they're all like old English words that have been translated, and you know, it's "wort." It's "wort." It's "word up." Word up. <laughs> That's right. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm pretty funny. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> you practice the jokes at home? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, my four-year-old thinks I'm hilarious. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. I can tell. Here's, uh, I keep bringing up shows, but I just found, uh, it's called uh, doc, Documentary Now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in the vein of the Beaverton or the Onion. Fred Armisen in that. Uh, yeah, Bill Hader and yeah. Fred Armisen. Yeah, and it's uh, it's available on CBC Gem, okay. which is free. it's free right now. Yeah. So anyone who's listening, go and download CBC Gem on yeah. your device and watch documentary now because yeah, it's pretty freaking funny. I've seen like a few clips and stuff. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. There was a two and they're like they're 20 minuters or like yeah. 22, 25 minutes. Yeah. But they're basically they're giving you an overview of a made up documentary. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's the one we watched today was called uh, Juan Likes Chicken and Rice. <laughs> it's about this man somewhere in Latin America who has a five, five-star five Michelin uh, restaurant that's in the <laughs> middle of the jungle. And he, uh, he only serves chicken and rice. And, and he, serves, he serves it with a coffee and a banana and chicken and rice. But sometimes chicken isn't on the menu. So it's uh, Just <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, so um, it's worth it's worth checking out that show. Yeah, the, yeah. I've seen some clips. Hilarious. I've seen yeah. some clips, and it's yeah, it's funny. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, pretty funny. So this uh, this easy drinker for me is pretty much done. I yeah. guess we can see each other here. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much empty here. So me too. Look at us. So yeah, all right. Let's uh, let's clean these cups, and we'll uh, we'll come back for another bevy. Let's do it. Awesome. All right, guys, we're back, and we are trying out the uh, Bell City Brewing Company, uh, which is out of Brantford, Ontario. Yeah. Is that where Alexander Graham Bell is from? Well, maybe that would make some sense. They've got a telephone on the can, so. I'm a pretty smart guy. Yeah, I think you might be right. And it also says, be inventive, Eureka. Ooh. I think I'm on to something. Here. You might be. You might be. We are sampling the Be Inventive Eureka Amber Cream Ale, which is a, uh, they're calling it a strong beer, 5.6% alcohol. Yep. And uh, a little outside, we, we talked, we, we spoke about cream ale the other day. And yep. this, I guess, is, they're calling this an amber cream ale. So they're, they're I guess this is their take on a cream ale. Yep. But this poured a, uh, a very, a deep um it's almost like uh like orange pico tea is the color that i would compare that to. yeah like a dark amber um dark yeah. amber yeah and it, with a very very big fluffy head yep kind of a cream colored head yeah and this uh yeah so it you know it doesn't have it has a bit of like a a sweet kind of like an english ale sort of uh nose i would say yep yep you get a real uh real sweet kind of yeasty yeah. aroma the malty, uh, uh, it's it's definitely balanced more on the sweet side definitely yeah it's malt, more, malt forward this tastes more to me like a uh like a english style ale than a cream ale yeah that's really like i would call this like I mean, uh, an English IPA, almost an English right. pale ale, port, uh, not a porter, sorry, an English pale ale or a, uh, uh, it just kind of, 
it yeah it kind of it kind of sways a bit more of that uh that english style um in terms of of color and uh yeah pops and uh i guess this is a an ale yeast that they're using in this i would definitely think so yeah yeah i i think and i i would like to talk to somebody older than me who has been in the Ontario brewing scene for longer than I have, but my vibe is that Muskoka cream ale really screwed up what people think a cream ale is in Ontario. Okay. Because this is like very much like a Muskoka cream ale, that maltier, darker English, English ale type beer, um, which is not what a cream ale is. And I like Muskoka cream ale, but it's, I would call it like an English pale ale or something like that. Right. And right. this is, and this I think is influenced by that probably. And I think right. a lot of breweries do a cream ale. Um, and if their background maybe isn't, isn't uh, brewing cream ales, which is like most people's background wouldn't be brewing cream ales. Um, they might brew something more like this than a, than a Sleeman cream ale or something like that. Does that yeah. make sense? Which, which you, you, you've, uh, you said in the past that the Sleeman's cream ale is kind of the, the textbook example yeah. Yeah. of what a, what a cream ale actually is a light, yeah. uh, light ale. It's a light ale brewed like a, like a, like a light lager, but with an ale yeast. A light lager, but with ale yeast. We should do a Sleeman cream ale on here one day. We should. It's been a long, I've, I've drank a few of those in my day back, back in the, like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but I haven't had well. I spent some time in Guelph. So did I. So I've had some cream ales when I was in Guelph, but it's been a while. Actually, that's a lie. I had a bunch of, uh, were they serving cream ale at the uh, Sleeman Center? When probably. I was at, uh, probably. Game? Yeah, that's yeah, probably what okay. they're, I think they'd have Sleeman cream ale. They might have Sleeman light in there as well. No, it was, um, they had their locale one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot they brought and they that. They had Sleeman, Sleeman original draft. Oh yeah, the two that they, original draft. They probably had many more. If I went into one of the yeah more, I I was just going to the stand. Yeah, I don't know how many. I don't know how many I'm they lazy. offer. That's fair. <laughs> I'm lazy. Yeah, and I <laughs> at that point it didn't really matter that much. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, whatever was closest was the answer. Yeah, but that's because that game went to a shootout, right? Not because you were crushing beers. Oh well, it might have been a little of column A and a little of column B. <laughs> it was it was a great game, great game. The, but yeah, no, this is this is solid. This is a uh, uh, sweeter. It's it's, yeah. I, it's not a style that I'm that I drink a lot of, but it's a sweeter ale, malty, uh, pretty crystal malt heavy. I would say gives it that real that real sweetness yeah so when i like you know like malteasers malteasers yeah 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 like the chocolate uh like puff balls chocolate yeah. Malt balls. yeah yeah this has a little bit of that malt like there's so much sweetness in yeah in that malty flavor that's yeah in like there's no chocolate flavor in this obviously no but it's, no. it's very sweet so it does have that sort of like yeah kind of takes your mind to different places like that it does yeah it is a sweet a sweeter beer for sure yeah but it's uh yeah it's uh i, I like the color i like uh it, it yeah it just it reminds me more of an english ale than uh, yeah than a cream ale yeah but, for sure yeah. they've been making this beer for a while so i haven't had it recently but yeah. the uh bell city so they have they been around for a while yeah, I don't know exactly how long, but uh it's always it's always interesting because you know, you've got all these um you know, the craft beer scene is huge and you have yeah. you know, the relative newcomers in the last yeah. couple of years that could be absolutely slaying it. Yeah. Like in the L C B O you just don't really know. Exactly. Like you, you run into a you know, a great like how long's Great Lakes been around? Mm, well, since the eighties. Yeah. You know, so that's sitting right beside something that could be the first time they're ever in the LCBO. Hundred percent, yeah. If you, like, unless you're, you know, unless you've been into craft beer for a long time, yeah, you 
just kind of are picking and choosing and a lot of people are sort of just getting into that whole scene right so you just really don't know that's right yeah looks like these guys have only been around since 2015 so uh, right five years now-ish yeah which adds up to me i knew they've been around for a bit but i didn't i knew they weren't super old mm-hmm. it, i used to say that i knew every brewery in ontario and it was right. pretty true but there's so many breweries like very similar to us now that are like a local brewery that don't get out of like a hundred kilometers of the brewery local distributed and I don't get out that much anymore either. So I, uh, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know all the breweries in Ontario anymore. I know lots of them, but I don't know all of them. Yeah. That's one thing that I really liked about that, uh, craft beer advent calendar that I got at Christmas time. Yeah. That, uh, that was Nina brewing out of uh, Ottawa that put that together. Nita with a T. Yes. Nita. Yes. Yeah. Um, the, sorry, I'm, I don't, always speak perfectly phonetically yeah, 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 yeah. i might have <laughs> just they, heard it wrong too yeah but and i might have said it wrong but the uh the nice thing about that was that it was yeah. a lot of stuff that wasn't distributed in the lcbo yeah and it was a lot of stuff from toronto east that yeah. i never would have had an opportunity to try so it was 100%. nice to, like it was definitely worth the premium that i had to pay to get those 24 beers definitely um, because I wouldn't have been able to try most of them otherwise. So hundred percent. I think that's an interesting point. It's interesting right now as well with, um, uh, as, as yeah. everyone knows the world's ending right now. So, um, yeah. things have changed, but in Ontario restaurants are allowed to sell alcohol to go now, which we touched on last podcast, I yeah. think. Um, and so since that, a bunch of restaurants have actually opened up online retail alcohol stores um, selling beer to go over the internet and a good mix of different breweries stuff uh, shipped right to your door. Interesting. And so it's effectively opened up private liquor stores in Ontario in a way, which is something we've never been able to have before. If I went to say, if I was interested in some of those Ottawa type breweries yeah. and went to a, a solid, uh, you know, uh, restaurant that specializes yep. in, in craft beer, yep. uh, which they have a ton of yep. down there, yep. um, and then just ordered, like you'd be able to order a mix pack and get it yeah. delivered. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the one example I know of is, is Barvolo in Toronto. Um, really one of the, the, uh, premium beer bars in Toronto, one of the best do a really good job, really good beer selection. I've been around for a long time. Um, they opened up an online store and they also have an import business as well called keep six. So they bring in a lot of import beers. Um, and I think a lot of that goes to the bar and then they sell to other bars as well. But right now they're selling everything online. So you can get this selection of great beers that is kind of like unheard of selection that you can just have shipped to your door if you want right now. That's super cool. Yeah. So, and and that's been set up till the end of the year. And I think it might be hard for the government to take that away at the end of the year to say, no, you can't do that anymore. So it'll be interesting. Well, it's it's hard for the government to say no. You can't do that if they're right. they're allowing the Ontario Lottery Gaming Corporation to do their thing online, and they have been for years. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Where you're trying to qualify, like I'm I'm just looking at it from a age of majority standpoint. Yeah. Right? So this this is this I don't think is an age of majority thing. It's more of a it's a privatized liquor thing. It's 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 a lot more to do with that. We can sell our beer online and always could have or not always, but for a long time we could have, but for a, for a third party to sell a bunch of different breweries, beers, that's what's new. But why, why not? Like the, at the end of the <laughs> Great day, question. Great question. At the end of the day, the person who produced the beer is still getting the same amount of money. Right. So, uh, I think it's, I think it's, there's like two big <laughs> liquor retails, retailers in Ontario and the, the LCBO and the beer store and they're big companies big operations with big unions and they have big contracts with the government that say what they can't, what the government can and can't allow. And 
So um, even even if it's a even if it's a producer, brewer, distiller, winery, whatever yeah. that isn't really in the LCBO right. or at the beer store, you open that door. Yeah. And those those uh, institutions, I guess I'll call them for lack of a better word, yeah. become a little bit rendered a little bit ineffective. I think that's it's yeah, it's a little bit of that for sure. I mean Molson Alabats own the beer store effectively. And they don't want that becoming, uh, becoming, they don't want to lose their, 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 their shirt on that, or they want to keep making that money. Um, they set those that they set the beer store up to sell their beer. Mostly they don't really make it a a primo shopping experience for the craft selection. So I think they want (laughs) to keep it that way. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's yeah. the way the crumbles, but it's privatized, right? Like, yeah. At least you can, you know, at least at the at the LCBO, you can go out and you can get, you know, whoever yeah. wants to buy a spot, right? Like that's yeah. how the LCBO works, right? Like you can go out there. Kind of, yeah. It's like an application process, and you got to get in and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But if uh, effectively, there's nobody saying like, no, we're not going to sell your stuff if you if you do all the right things. Not not necessarily true. Like if you, there's reason. Like there's certain. Like they might be filled up filled up on, on X styles right now. They're not looking for that. They want something else. The beer right. store. The, the beer store. If I come to them and say like I'll give you the, the money, they'll list the product. They don't. They don't say no. So the okay. beer store. The beer store. It's like a pay to play situation in a way, and they've they've got some of those costs to make it a little more attractive for brewers, but. But effectively, you pay into the system, you get your product listed, and then as long as you're selling so many, uh, so many SKUs at each store, it will stay listed, and you can continue to sell it there. Um, if you fall but below a certain amount of sales per month, then you'll get delisted from that store. Is kind of how it works. Right. Now, is there a is there a, a special rule or caveat that says? if a if a beer store now is this beer store or a liquor store is within certain distance of where it's being produced uh so the beer store has a rule about yeah the the closest seven stores to you to the brewery you can get listed in for free um they still take their cut obviously but they don't take like a uh a fee to get you in the store and that and that fee is pretty expensive so um so that's nice Cool. But yeah, I think it's just, I think the big thing is that it's interesting to see um, these restaurants. And so the restaurants can sell booze to go, but they have to sell food as well. So um, these, these restaurants have opened online beer stores and they're selling you uh, $50 in beer and a $2 bag of chips to make it legal. And they're shipping it to your house. Which is hilarious because hilarious. You, you postulated that as a, as a, an eventuality last time that we talked about it you said oh yeah there will be a workaround that was a week or two ago yeah and it's it now exists yeah if you go to barvolo like to their website they're doing um because most of their food can't be shipped they're you know they'll they'll sell you a bag of chips and and whatever beer you want have a dill pickle yeah exactly yeah yeah barvolo you said is the name of that yeah barvolo yeah that's a good restaurant yeah good beer bar really good super good I, I was trying to remember in my head and all that I could think of was bodega. That's bodega. The word, that's the only name, the uh, only word that was coming to my head. That's funny. I think their online beer store is called Bodega Volo, actually. Because a bodega is like a, a okay. convenience store in New York, typically, yeah. is what we would imagine, which would sell booze, right? Yeah, I think that's what they called the online store is, a bodega, is bodega Volo. Volo. That's funny that that's so. where my mind went. Yeah. They're, they must be siphoning my ideas out of my brain somehow. <laughs> that's right. Before you invent the idea, they're getting it from you. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. It's Bote- Bottega Volo, which I don't know what that means. but It should have been Bodega Volo. I, when I read it, I, I read Bodega Volo. So whatever. The, it, it would have been better. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Oh, bo- oh, Bottega, because it's like bottle, like a bottle? Probably. Maybe? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's a bit of a play on words. 
And it sounds more Italian if you do it that way, maybe. I'm not sure. Bottega. Bottega. Uh, yeah. So you, you may, just let, since we're talking about Italian things, you told me that you made your own focaccia bread. I did, yeah, tonight. And you used, you used your own brewer's yeast. I did, yeah. There's, there's a, uh, a yeast shortage going on right now. Uh, if you go to the grocery store, you can't get yeast. And I think a lot of that is to do with people are at home and they're, uh, even if they're working at home, they, they can bake while they work. So they're baking. They can let their bread rise. They can, yeah. 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 which is great. I think that's awesome, but it means that you don't have a lot of yeast options, but, uh, at a brewery, we've got lots of yeast. So I've been pulling, I pulled yeast off a, off a tank for, um, for my father-in-law the other day because he wanted to make some bread and so yeah. i thought oh that's a good idea i'll make some bread too so i uh, pulled some yeast and i made uh, a little slurry and got it going and then uh made made some dough yesterday and made focaccia today and it worked really well so yeah if, if people need yeast call the brewery and we can get you some yeast for sure we don't want we don't want anyone that wants to be making their own bread yeah unable to make their own bread agreed agreed yeah it, that is not a world that anyone we have enough shit going on that's, that's right you should be able to enjoy good bread right now if you right. want to enjoy good bread yeah. um right. so yeah if you need we have, uh, let we me have know. some good bread recipes yeah yeah we'll do we'll do we had some good bread recipes that tess got out of this uh out of this cookbook called uh make the bread by the butter is the name of the book oh cool yeah, but it's uh, it has a great focaccia uh, nice. recipe uh, that we've we've used very successfully. Awesome. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I but love uh, I love a good focaccia, a good crusty bread of any kind. Really, slow yeah, fermented. So it, it's funny because you um, busted my balls about the Christmas crackers that that Tess and I make, and uh, that they never got dropped off to you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, there's, you know, where my porch is. Like, yeah. you could drop yeah. off a scotch, man. Come on. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, I only made one. It was a bit of a test run, but yeah. I, I did kind of think like I got time to make bread right now. Like, yeah. just my schedule is like a little more flexible right now. I can, yeah, you know, sure. make some bread if I want to. It was funny today, though. I found it funny and ironic. I guess it was funny because it was ironic that I was dropping yeah. beers off at your house. Yeah, that's true. I, I mostly drop beer off at your house. People never drop me beer off, which is weird. Yeah, well, it made me feel kind of special because then I yeah. bumped into a to a colleague of mine on the road, and she was like, "What are you doing? Picking up beer?" And I'm like, "No, I'm dropping off. It's fucking weird." <laughs> yeah, 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 it is funny. It is funny. And somehow Kelsey and I and the dog were inside, and you're so stealthy that nobody noticed, which is well, crazy. Stealthy is one way that I'm often described. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying this forever, but yeah, you are stealthy, Jeff. That's right. <laughs> You and me both, buddy. You and me yeah, both. Just sneaking around. Just That's sneaking right. around. That's <laughs> right. right on. Should we uh, should we clean these up and go to the next beer? Let's do it, man. Right on. Cool. All right, folks. We are back, and we are now going to enjoy a Wellington Brewery Upside IPA. Yes, we are. Yes, and we are going to enjoy it. I haven't had one in a while. I think that the last time I had, and maybe it was last summer. I don't yep. know when the last time I had. Uh, is this a permanent LCBO? Uh, I don't know if I've seen it in the last couple trips, but I, yep. I definitely have had it before. I'm pretty and sure it right is. In, yeah, it's, it's right uh, in my wheelhouse. It's right in my yeah. wheelhouse of enjoyable, uh, you know, East Coast IPA. Yeah. It's a it's a Welly mainstay now. It's a newer newer beer in the grand scheme of Wellington, I would say. Like it's a few years old now, but maybe two years old or something like that. Um, but uh, but a main a main one in their in their I think core lineup now. Yeah. So Wellington uh, Wellington Brewery, of course, out of Guelph, Ontario, and uh, they are. They're saying that this beer is a six point eight percent strong beer. Yeah, now there's they're actually suggesting that it should be served between six and nine degrees Celsius. Yeah, which uh, is that standard? 
I think like a hair warmer than your fridge is like your fridge is probably four degrees Celsius. So, you know, a little bit warmer than your fridge. I kind of, I kind of like to think you pour your beer into the glass. It warms up two degrees. You're probably at that six to nine degrees thing. And then, the, and then, okay. and then as it sits there and you yeah. drink it, it warms up a bit more too. There we go. That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. It, 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 I don't, I don't know if I often see suggested serving temperature aside from uh, serve fresh right. or, you know, yeah. uh, you know, your Coors Light and your whatever are going to want those bad cold. boys. Yeah. I'm going to want those Rocky Mountain cold. <laughs> Rocky Mountain cold. Cold certified, buddy. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I find that those need to need to be super cold just to. For so sure. So that you can drink them. Yeah. I love a good cold beer. Actually, the other day I was thinking, I was I was cracking into a Pilsner, or I was coming home from work, and I was like, uh, I wish I had had texted Kelsey and told her to put a Pilsner in the freezer half an hour ago because I just wanted a super cold beer, which I don't feel like often, but for some reason I just wanted a beer that was like super cold. It was strange. I had one of your porters, and I this was uh, back when you were still allowed to do things. Right. I think it was after volleyball or after basketball or something. And I had afters. a square brew. <laughs> I was having some afters, yeah. that's right. Uh, having a square brew American Porter. What's that? What's that thing called again? Something, something dark. dark. Yeah. Uh, delicious. And it was it was cold. Like uh, I think it had been in the in the garage. Oh yeah. And, and it uh it The mountains was, were blue. The mountains were fucking blue. Nice. But it was it was delicious. Oh yeah. It's just like yeah, you don't you don't think of those dark beers as like no. drink this thing really really cold, but damn it, yeah. it's good. It just depends on what you want, right? Because some like you get less flavor when you get it that cold. It just you just don't taste as much. But no, sometimes no. like that's just what you want is a really cold beer. Yeah, yeah, and we're getting into that season where you just want super cold. Yeah, beer. when it gets, when it gets hotter, you want cold. Hundred percent. Yeah, that I think sense. so. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, well, we can talk about this beer a bit, I guess. Yeah. No, it's good. Uh, I mean, I've had this beer lots of times. I haven't had it recently, like same as you. Um, yeah. It's very. I find that the whatever uh, hops are using are uh, heavier on the grapefruit. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm feeling a bit more grapefruit, uh, especially when I taste it uh, on the nose. It's very. It's just your your typical tropical pineapple. Uh, citrus but when i taste it i taste more of the grapefruit uh kind of um yeah it doesn't say what the hops are i don't think here but it's got that uh it's definitely got that new england ipa thing um i will say like i'm starting to get that just that tinge of uh the age on this one like it is it is starting to get that like dried fruit character. Not like a not like an oxidation thing, but just it's not quite as fresh as it once was. Right. Um, are you now, Alex? Are you are you tasting that in in uh, in the aftertaste a little bit more? I I get it mostly in the aroma, honestly. Like when I smelt it at first, I could smell that. It's okay. kind. I I kind of think it it tastes almost like like cooked apricots, even. Okay. Uh, is kind of the, the the aroma that I always get. It's always kind of the same for me, no matter what hops it is. Right. That kind of hoppy, older hoppy, but not old, but just like on the not super fresh side. Right. Um, right. And this is only two months old, I think. Yeah, it's been in the can for about, uh, if yours is the same age as mine, about two months. Yeah, yeah, that's what mine says too. So it's yeah. not old at all. It's just starting to lose some of the the fresh brightness that you like in, in, in an IPA. It's the life cycle of a beer in a way. It is. You know, you gotta you you wanna you wanna drink something as, as it's intended, but I would still I would I, still drink more of these right now. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing so, nothing wrong with this at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not uh, I'm not so I think some people take that to the extreme where they want only the freshest beer. Like when was this packaged? Right. And, and I always check package date because I don't want to get, get something that's six months old if yeah. it's an IPA. But at yeah. the same time, like, like most, if you have good packaging techniques, like two, three months should be, should be yeah. pretty solid on most beers. 
Now, here's a question for you. Yeah. Like, obviously, these uh, IPAs and those sorts of things are not the kind of beers that you're going to, that are going to age well. Right. What kind of beer would uh, one of our listeners be able to buy and, you know, just keep in their beer fridge and not have to worry about, you know, yeah. how long it's been sitting there? Yeah. I mean, I think any beer is going to change over time. So um, you should always be conscious of that, I think. So yeah. um, whether it's a, and, and beers that will, will handle that age better, um, like a lot of lagers will, you know, they're meant to right. be cold aged. Uh, as long as they're packaged properly and there's not a lot of oxygen in there, they should age well. But I mean, the, the classics are like the big, dark, strong, um, barrel aged stuff. Um, right. Uh, or non-barrel-aged stuff, maybe. So, like uh, barley wine. Uh, yeah. Some breweries won't won't age at a super long time before they release it, and they'll say, you know, drink one fresh and age one, which I think is a great thing to do because then you can kind of see the difference over time. Although I will admit that's hard to do. It's hard to remember how a beer tasted uh, it's, six it's, months it's ago all, or a year ago. It's also nice to have a, a couple of different experiences with something too. Agreed. Yeah. Whether you remember it or not. Yeah. It's yeah. still it's still nice to have those experiences. But yeah. one would never uh, you know, you wouldn't buy, you know, cases and cases of IPA no. and have them sitting around. But if, if somebody no. was say preparing for the end. Right. Uh, In the yeah, exactly. The exception to buying cases and cases of IPA is right now when you've got nothing to do but drink them. So that's the time you should buy cases and cases. Yeah. 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 Um but no, uh Generally, like dark, darker beers age better. Generally, higher alcohol beers generally age better. Less hoppy beers generally age better. I always have I I have a good selection of old lambics that I've picked up in Belgium over the years, or when they've been brought into Ontario, I've picked some up, and so I've got some really nice high end bottles of sours in my fridge or in my cellar that um, that I'm you know, not waiting for anything in particular. Kelsey and I opened one the other week or yeah. the other day um, because we figured we better get these drank before the world ends. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And we, we've talked about this before, but it's, it's just interesting that the different, like the different styles uh, lend themselves differently mm -hmm. to, uh, to being aged, I guess. It's, yeah. Yeah. And it really is a lot to do with what, with what goes into the beer. Right. So, and, and processes too. So you could make a really dark, strong beer, but if you, if your process isn't good and there's lots of oxygen in that bottle, it's still not going to age well. So it's got to right. be a well-made, well-packaged beer in order to, in order to age it. And then I think like the other thing with, if you're talking about aging a beer is like at the end of the day, like drink one fresh because you want to know what that beer tastes like. And you might say, Oh my God, that's the best beer I've ever had. And you might just decide to drink all of it fresh. Nothing wrong with that. Or you might say, ah, it's only okay. And you put the other one away and, and maybe it gets better with time. Maybe it doesn't. Yeah. It's not a, yeah. It's, it's a personal preference thing. And, and it's a thing that you learn with, over time. Like what you And at like. the end of the day, there's no, there's no prize for, uh, for saving your beer. No. And uh, tasting it later. The, and I think you've said this before, the, you know, the beer that, uh, the right beer for you is the beer that's in front of you that you like. That you right? like, yeah. It's all about what you like to drink. So if you, if you like to drink what's there, then then drink it. Yeah, that tends to be uh, an affirmative for most of those things for me right now. That's right. Yeah, I think exactly. The, I think the, we we spoke about how the the uh, you know you can take a beer with you for a for a walk, but <laughs> I, I think that the the definitions of alcoholism have changed a little bit for a lot of people. At this right. Point. You get a hair more leeway than you used to, maybe. Yeah, there was there was one that I saw. It was like I used to say I was a social drinker. It was like the Maury Povich or whatever. It turns yeah. out this was a lie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I still drink, and I'm not being very social. Yeah. Now that's now this, that's funny. Um, the social the social thing's funny. The uh, I think when this first started going on, this like lockdown thing you and I had a conversation and we kind of said like, we're not going to, we're not the kind of guys that are going to do like a zoom call and have a beer with our buddies. <laughs> and like that, that changed within like, I don't know, five days. I'm not sure when we started doing it's that, ridiculous. but it didn't take very long. 
we're fairly social animals apparently uh, in general as humans and uh specifically uh you and i as well turns out so it it turns out we don't mind each other's company yeah uh <laughs> i thought i thought it was just forced it was like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have what I want. I need to spend time with you to get it. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's let's get back to this upside yeah. actually. Because yeah. I have a question about at the bottom, um, after they went through their IBUs, uh, yeah. there's a thing here it says OG fifteen point one something. Yeah. Degrees. Degrees Plato. Origin, like is that gravity? Yeah. So original gravity, and then it's yeah. got the final gravity underneath it. Yeah, you got her. So what is what is this in reference to? So it's it's measuring the the sugar content before and after fermentation. Right. So you've got original gravity is fifteen point one degrees Plato. The okay. final gravity is two point five degrees Plato. And and then the difference there is how you calculate how much alcohol has been produced by the right. yeast. Unless you have one of those fancy gizmos that's that's cool. right right like an, an an alkalizer but but right but really this is uh this is the way that almost every brewery calculates it and, e and right. even if you don't calculate it this way you're still collecting this information when you're brewing it to make sure right. that you're on track to produce the beer that you want to produce because you the the key to uh, producing yeah beer that people are expecting yeah is doing the same thing over and over again 100 percent, yeah yeah, you're writing it down. You're making sure you're on target. And yeah, so basically that's just, this is like sugar content or it's really measuring density. Uh, the more sugar, the right. more dense the liquid is. And because less. you know, because you know everything that's in there and you're looking at. Yeah. And so then the, the change is how you calculate what, what the alcohol percentage is. So what's the, sorry, the FG is the. The final gravity or finishing final, gravity. Final, finishing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, if you go down to the bottom, yeah, they they've got colored pale gold. Yeah, SRM six. Yeah, what uh, the hell does that mean? So SRM is a color scale for beer, and I'm trying to remember what it stands for, and I don't even know if I do. Know. I, I'd love to wager a guess on this. Um, yeah. Okay. SRM. That's a tough one. I can't even come up with anything. Standard reference method. Uh, no, I wouldn't have come up with that either. Uh, I probably should have, but it's, you know. <laughs> you are in the business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not something I think about a lot, honestly. I. Uh, so this is an SRM stick, I guess. Yeah. So on the, and I mean, nobody, nobody can like. see that. Nobody can see that because it's a, uh, it's a podcast. I'm sure, so, I'm sure we get to you. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, I have one in my glass as well. So, Jeff, this is an SRM six, then, okay. as you can see. Yours yeah. is a different color than mine. Yeah. <laughs> I've got good lighting at my house. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sitting in a pale, dank basement. Yeah, I'm allowed to record this in my kitchen. I'm in good shape. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So so SRM's low. So the scale. I don't know. I close that tab but srm uh, six is low it goes from zero to a 40 i want to say okay. uh, 40 being like a, a like, like black a, a black stout yeah like black is yeah dark 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 um so yeah i i don't really think about things in terms of srm but it's a way when you're looking at a a can of beer to to kind of get a, a gauge of what you're actually buying sorry srm standard reference method method apparently i didn't know that I, I maybe do that i guess if you you know if you if you hated beers that were a certain color well yeah and you were looking at, you were looking at yeah. this beer like i don't know how many people are going to find that very useful in the yeah so so i will say and like it's gotten a lot better but maybe like four years ago five years ago an ipa like you go to the lcbo and like an ipa could be like a dark amber or it could be like a hazy straw colored beer and and i made comments a few times like i wish i could see what the fucking beer looked like before through the can because yeah. because i don't i i personally wasn't a big fan of that malty um old school east coast ipa right. um and I, I was more of a west coast ipa guy and this is before like the new england ipa thing was big right. um 
So I was kind of, I was kind of looking for those West coast IPAs and they didn't necessarily say it. They just said IPA or whatever. And so if, if everyone always put an SRM on the can, it is useful information in a way. You would have a bit of a reference, especially when everyone's not doing the same thing. Yeah. Like earlier I said, you know, East coast IPA, but I was making reference to like a, a hazy new England IPA. Yeah. You're talking, but you're new saying England. that before, like, yeah. But when you, you say that Eastern IPA before East coast IPA. Yeah. Was, was more like a, a British IPA. Yeah. Very much more British IPA with American hops is like what an East, what a, what, what an East coast IPA, even today, what you would call an East coast IPA which you don't see a ton of anymore. They're not no, super popular. Yeah, that would have fallen uh, out of favor. Yeah. Now, like, the maltier IPAs are the West Coast IPAs, yeah, which at enough. the time were the not malty IPAs. So the East Coast it IPA really is not, not common. Bone Shaker is right. so, pretty East Coast in its leaning. So if you, if you get right. an Instagram Bone Shaker, that's one of the ones that, that you can still buy in the LCBO that's pretty East Coast. And right. I did used to make that, so... It, East Coast versus New England, yeah. which New England is kind of just morphed into a hazy IPA. Correct. Yeah. And it kind of started in Vermont. It's like Vermont style IPAs where it started with like Hetty Topper and, and right. uh, Lawson Sip of Sunshine. Those were yeah. kind of like the originals. And then it became a big thing. And I don't even know who the best is anymore. Actually, Long Live Beer Works, my buddy that owns that, is the best at making those. Okay. He's in Rhode Island. I don't know. I just Rhode know. Island, eh? Yeah. Have to uh, maybe we should schedule an afters. So yeah, once all this quarantine stuff. Starts. I'm not busy next week. Are you, Jeff? We can go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll just have to drive in separate cars. That's do curbside, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curbside pickup and then do a Zoom meeting from our cars. True, and then we will have to tell them on the border that we're nurses working in Detroit or something like that. It's yeah. Hard to get across. Yeah. We'll just take the square brew jet. True. Didn't think of that. Didn't think of that. Yeah. Funny, right well, on. I think we will do. Uh, we once this is all over, we're gonna do some road trips. It'd be fun. Yeah, I think we should do some road trips. You know, something else that goes nicely with road trips is, is golfing. So yeah, hey, hey, we do, now we're talking. Like we could yeah. do now. Now I'm just like I'm just thinking of fun things to do after yeah. quarantine's over. Yeah, but exactly when we're allowed to go back to fun stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we can we can do two fun things on the same day where yeah. we uh, we get to go do an you know an on-site yep. beer review afters. Yeah, uh, we could and you know a lot of these brewers, so we can get them as guests. Yeah, yeah, and then we can also do a round of golf on the way. Yes. on the way home. Agreed. I think so. Does it sound like an okay idea or not? Sounds great. I think yeah, there's no reason we shouldn't. You don't like this. You don't like the idea. Yeah. All right. So we can do that. We can do that right now. So what we'll do is we'll do, um, we'll go to Square Brew, yeah. and then afterwards yeah. we can go down to the end of the road and we'll hit golf balls into the forest, and then uh, <laughs> which, we'll, we'll which, stay very far apart from each other. Which I really thought about doing at my parents' house because yeah. they have like a big chunk of land. I'm like, fuck it, like. Am I just gonna go hit like my old golf balls like yeah. in the field and never retrieve them? Or like yeah. I could hit them and then like tell Allie to go find them. I don't right. know. Like, yeah. And then and then because you're not that good at golf, you could try and hit Allie uh while she's yeah. out there looking for them. You never would because you're not good. No. So it's no, fine. That's great. It would um, uh, it would be it would she would be where safe. if she stood where she was, she would be in the safest spot. That's right. Yeah. That little flag to her hat. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never hit that. Yeah, uh, right. I'd be no, lying if I if I didn't say I've been down to the end of the road, uh, the dead end of the the road the brewery's on. Yeah. I've been down there twice in the last week to hit golf balls. You litter bug. No, I go pick them up afterwards. I I go hit them back and forth in the field. But, well, you don't hit them that far, so it's not that no. far away. Yeah, I do. Just take my I take my pitching wedge or my nine iron, and I just hit them I've, back and forth. I've I've still been uh, I've still been rocking the little chip and putt down in the basement here. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. It's good. I haven't broken any windows yet, so <laughs> it's just you just haven't got underneath one yet. There's like 40 holes in the drywall because he just keeps blading them, but he can't get yeah. one up in the air. <laughs> <That's right. 
awesome, buddy. Well, it's, yeah. uh, it was good to have a beer with you. Yeah, and, uh, it was great. Thanks, everyone out there for listening. And uh, hopefully, this sounded good. As it's uh, it's a, our first time trying it over in this in this Zoom the Zoom yeah. style. So hopefully, this sounded good for everybody. If it didn't, then I guess we'll just have to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ah, shit. <laughs> right, you wrote buddy. down what you said, right? That's right. It's a script. It's a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can read this again tomorrow if it didn't work. All right, buddy. Cheers. Yeah, we'll see you. Cheers. Cheers.